Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, welcome to Carol Reinley's Imagination Podcast. I'm so excited today. We have the wonderful and amazing uh, Luke Jean-Louis, and he hosts a podcast called The Deep Voice Man Show, which I was actually on a couple weeks ago. Had so much fun that I invited him here. Um, He helps professionals promote themselves and share their expertise in life lessons, and he's an amazing uh, questioner. From, from being on the show. So check it out. It's the Deep Voice Man Show. And we'll show, share the link at the end here. Um, starting the show has been life-changing for him because it expanded his network. And he's also a budding voiceover artist, as you will see with his voice here, <laughs> um, and works in the business funding space. So as a result of doing the podcast, he realized that he wanted to exit the rat race. Hey, you and probably many millions of others <laughs> have time freedom. And the guest he spoke to inspired him to do so. He's done over a hundred shows so far. So check it out with the link that we share at the end of the show. And we'll share his other links as well. Um, Through the podcast, he's been introduced to several opportunities and amazing individuals. So welcome, Luke. Thank you for your time today. Um, I know, and we've kind of been playing around with wealth in your life. Yes. So... Talk about your experiences with wealth in your life, because the way that I look at it is Mm -hmm. we've been taught one thing Mm -hmm. and we kind of see that out in the world. But what we experience can be (laughs) a completely different thing. And it's different different people. So anyway. uh, Sure. Well, uh, first, I wanted to go ahead and thank you, Carol, uh, for having me as a guest on your on this show uh this is actually my first podcast interview so i'm uh, very kind of nervous but very excited at the same time uh <laughs> so thank you you got it it's an honor to be on your show and uh so thank you so much uh you know when it comes to wealth uh it's interesting because I, I over the years I, i've read a lot of books on personal development on wealth and business and whatnot and I've come to the conclusion that obviously there's different types of wealth. There's health wealth, there's money wealth, which we're all familiar with, right? And there's time wealth, spiritual wealth, and and so on and so forth. So uh, some people are rich in one area, but sort of poor and lacking in other areas, right? Mm-hmm. So the goal of my life is I want to be rich in each and in each and every one of the areas. So um, being successful and having time freedom is something uh, that means a lot to me. It's something I I want to accomplish, of course. Um, Obviously, uh, as I've been working, uh, you know, doing the nine to five like everybody else, uh, you know, trying different opportunities and and not exactly succeeding, but that's okay. Uh, But not giving up and whatnot. But I, I think that I've sort of found my glide path in recent days. Um, just to give you a little background on me, I'm someone who actually, I went to college. I uh, also obtained my MBA. So as you 
as you know, we were always told, you know, have all this education. In my case, my, my education was very expensive. Sometimes uh, I think that it may not have been worth all the money I paid for it. I think I'm not the only one who feels that way. <laughs> but uh, obviously, I had all the student loans. Uh, thankfully, I've been able to pay down uh, the majority of it. Uh, still have some more to go, of course. Uh, but I think for a lot of folks, particularly people who are raising children uh, who want or who want to start a family, time freedom is so important. Uh, the ability to choose your own hours when you want to work and whatnot and not be tied to a job that you don't like. Um, so for me, uh, obviously, I want to be there for my family when I start one. And I want to also have time freedom so I could be able to travel the world. I'm someone who loves history and uh, I'm someone who wants to visit different nations. And I just don't like the idea of being tied to a desk uh, for 40 plus hours a week. Uh, working for someone else and helping someone else accomplish their dream. So, <laughs> you know, I, you know, obviously I want more control over uh, my life and whatnot. And uh, I don't want to just live for the weekend. I want every day to be set like Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So to speak. You, it's like, I think, you know, I, and it's funny you talk about your education because that was something that my father, you know, yes, it's, it's, it's up to you, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like as, as uh, he would do whatever as long as I was, as I was gonna go and mm. um and I remember looking at after business school like should I do MBA should I do something else and yeah. I ended up going to art school instead because I was okay. like well, that I can get through in a year and it applies mm. to the it applied to the job that I was doing at the time and I was already mm. doing artwork and other things for people so I was like I was already doing it Mm -hmm. But I felt like I needed that piece of paper to say that I could. Mm -hmm. And right. I think that's where, like, our society, I'm so glad you brought that up. Our society tells you you need to get this education. Mm -hmm. But are we really looking at, like, the economics of it? Right. Because if you're going to spend, let's say, 100 grand... I'm going for four or five, whatever years, how many years it takes somebody these days. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes five. Sometimes it takes longer. Most of the time. Right. I've talked to also talked to people who flew through it in three. So it's like, everybody's a little different. Do you want to plunk down that much money? Mm -hmm. um, when, you know, if you look at the economics of what's out there and jobs, Right. How long would it take you to pay that where it used to not be that way? I think in maybe my father's and maybe before that, those generations, it wasn't like that. Right. It got more and more expensive to the point where there's so many opportunities to learn. You could pretty much learn just about anything. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like I remember when everything we won't talk about what happened last year, but when everything <laughs> got down and I had to have, I think it was a plumber come out to my house. Mm -hmm. He was laughing. He said, I've been working like 12 and 14 hour days. Why? Because where did all that toilet paper that people rushed out get? <laughs> when everything got shut down, where did it go? It, like it got stuck in places and I have to come out and get us. I was laughing. He was happy that mine was just like my little, uh, garbage disposal in my yeah wow like, oh gosh that would be <laughs> funny but he was saying yeah and we there's not enough people around so mm. i've been working 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 it's like 
where have the trades gone mm. and where are those like probably more important and people can get a quicker job that way and they're not yeah. having you know, maybe they have to go through an apprenticeship and maybe some technical knowledge yeah. but um getting out there i mean i think back in my and i'm probably dating myself it's like back in my father's day they just went and got one job and they mm -hmm. were in that one job for 30 40 50 whatever years You're right and then it's not like i don't know anybody in around my age range who's had that whatsoever right in their lifetime and i've had my own business now for about 25 years mm. so i kind of work with the nine to fivers and kind of right outside of it but i within my own um thing and i think there's also there's more people that can teach you the skills of entrepreneurship out there right you know the shark show and they have all the other yeah things up i there's a i think there's a the thing i've been looking at called learn which is l-u-r-n that has mm -hmm. an amazing bit of um education with onyx singal i think is how you say it. right um and he does stuff with the shark but anyway there's so much more out there today about entrepreneurship and really owning your own time and only owning your own space um so that on one hand, and I'll say it from being an entrepreneur for this long, it's like on the one hand, it's a lot easier now than when I started 25 years ago. Right. What I did is I just went out and I asked people that were successful, that had <laughs> been in business a while, like, right. you know, what were the things you learned? What were the things that you wouldn't do again? Like, and so now we can go and get all that online you wouldn't mm -hmm. have to necessarily take somebody to lunch to do that. They used to say right. take somebody to lunch and pick their brain and all that other stuff. <laughs> um, I kind of miss that aspect of it. It's like, right. you know, that's probably why you do the podcast. That's why I do my podcast. It's like, I love connecting with people and I love getting their, you know, viewpoint because, you know, I've got my viewpoint. <laughs> <laughs> my viewpoint's a little bit wider these days. It's like, you know, it's not all about me. There's there's a whole world of people out there doing business in so many different ways. Yeah. And the other part of that is, and I'll ask you a question about this. It's sure. Like, what I'm seeing now is the disconnect between making money and actually being a creator. Right. A little bit. Because mm -hmm. you got you have these people that can go wave their booty on TikTok and make dollars <laughs> in a weekend or something, you know, yeah. crazy like that. And you're like, okay, what does that create? Um, world? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I, I grew up with dial-up internet, and um, yeah. so <laughs> there was no social media at the time, but I, I could never have imagined that there'd be something like TikTok and people making money that way, also being influencers on Instagram. Uh, you hear them making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but I think it goes to show you that with the internet, there's a lot of opportunity, um, and some people are taking advantage of that opportunity doing that, and it, uh, you know, uh, all the best to them and whatnot. If, if it's working for them, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. It may seem a little silly, but if, if people are making money this way, that's okay, I, I suppose. Uh, but you mentioned that obviously with the internet, there's been uh, a lot of opportunity out there. 
Uh, and, you know, you, you see it all the time. You know, I, I interview guests and uh, a lot of their stories are, are motivating. They talk about how they quit their job and just said, you know, hey, I'm going to go off on my own and be a coach or be an entrepreneur of some kind. And they, and they did it, uh, which is amazing. And uh, so, you know, speaking with those people definitely inspired me and whatnot. And, and you talked about how with the podcast that you get to meet incredible people, right? Mm. Uh, I started my show based on a book I read by Steve Gordon called Unstoppable Referrals. He he basically was networking the old way and not having a lot of success, but he, he started networking by interviewing folks and putting, you know, putting the interviews on CD-ROM. Uh, a lot of young people may not be familiar with CD-ROM. I don't think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they still, I guess we still use CD-ROMs here or there. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, obviously he did that and he had a lot of success with it. Uh, he was sort of like a success journalist and and it put his name out there and, and whatnot. And he, he's uh, it, with that network that he built by interviewing people and almost no one turned out an interview request, which was great. He was able to build relationships with these folks. And so I decided based on the books I read by him to start my own podcast and I named it the Deep Voice Man Show because people have always complimented me on my my low pitch voice. <laughs> so uh, and said, "Hey, Luke, you should do something with your voice." And so I said, "Okay, let, let's call this show the Deep Voice Man Show." Uh, you know, people like hearing my voice. Uh, I'll call it that and whatnot. Every every podcast has to have some kind of gimmick or or a great title. So it's funny. I, I looked up the uh, the URL for Deep Voice Man. And it was available and I was so lucky. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> so I took it, grabbed it. And uh, so, yeah, I, it's funny. I started the podcast in January. I have close to 100 episodes um, and it, it, it's been amazing so far. I've met incredible, uh, successful people. The highest profile guest that I've been able to interview on my show is a gentleman named Travis Rosbach. Uh, he is the founder of Hydroflask, a very popular water bottle company. Uh, he's had an interesting life at the age of 42. He's been all over the world. He's met with Oprah Winfrey, other billionaires, and uh, he's been a pilot. He's been a yoga instructor. He's been a boat captain. So by far the funnest episode. But, you know, it's interesting. I, I met him through a stroke of luck um, because I, I through networking. Uh, I met a guy who knew him. And, you know, that's the thing about networking. The more you network, the luckier you get, so to speak. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's <laughs> funny how that works. It and, is funny how that works. I guess they yes. say like it's six degrees of separation. You can always get to somebody. Right. You have like maybe a couple people, you know, pass them and they, you know, you figure out where they go and <laughs> all that stuff. Not to stalk or anything, but just to connect. <laughs> Um, definitely in an authentic definitely. way so yeah we live in a great time where you can I feel like you can connect with just about anybody definitely particularly with LinkedIn and other uh, social media platforms uh, and you know so it's easier to network than ever um, obviously nothing will ever take the place of in-person networking of course yeah uh, nothing quite like it but uh, but obviously you know the thing is the most successful people have very wide and deep networks. Uh, if anyone's ever read the book uh, by Keith Ferrazzi, Never Eat Alone, uh, highly recommend that book. Yeah. Uh, so, right, you've read it. And so he talks about how successful people have these wide networks 
And so, and I, I decided that, you know what, I want to go out and I want to build a network. And I, and I knew that doing a podcast would be the best way to do it. Uh, and I love talking to people. I'm a great conversationalist. And uh, so I, I decided to give it a go. And that I've definitely had some success with it. Uh, the audience has been building day by day and, and whatnot. I have uh, listeners all over the world. It's, it's crazy. So podcasting is something that I recommend to, to everyone and anyone. Uh, it's definitely something people should look into if they want to become successful, build their network and build relationships with the kind of people they want to build relationships with by going to certain types of people and offering them an interview request. And almost no one turns you down. Think about that. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I think especially with everything that went on last year, like just having someone listen mm-hmm. and ask you questions is like a gift. Yes. You know? yes. It's just like, oh, there's somebody that, and I'm not running around and trying to, to get everything done. I think mm-hmm. been in this busy, busy world, mm-hmm. the busyness is kind of seems like this badge of honor. And with last year, I think that was the gift of all that. Mm-hmm. I had to go inward and really, Hmm. look at everything in our life you know that worked that didn't work that yeah all of that so what did you is that kind of what led you into the podcast sure also i would say so because what happened was i was working uh nine to five i was working uh, customer service and uh i was working at a firm that actually handled visas for travelers now, as you can imagine, with the pandemic shutting down all the <laughs> flights and whatnot, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. that, that wasn't going to uh, continue. Uh, so the firm actually had to shut down for a while. So I, yeah. I was laid off, like okay. many others. And it took me a long time to get unemployment insurance. It was a very stressful time and whatnot. Uh, so, but uh, obviously I got through it. We all got through it. Um, and it was, it was a tough period. But I got to thinking and I, 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 you know, I was reading books and whatnot. I, that's what I, I do with my time. I didn't binge watch, binge watch Netflix. Uh, I've never been <laughs> yeah. into that. So yeah. I must be in a small minority. So I well, I'm, right so there I with you. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm choosing <laughs> <with> my time. <laughs> yeah. So I was reading books and I was like, hmm, maybe I can start a podcast and so uh, I, I was just doing some Googling around. And then I realized uh, that there's a free platform to do a podcast because all the other podcast hosting sites cost money. And, and me being a cheapskate, I really liked that it was free. So I, uh, <laughs> I said, OK, let me let me jump on this. Uh, it was Anchor. Uh, and I, I, I still use the Anchor platform to this day. Uh, great, great firm uh, for anyone to start a podcast. So uh, I started my podcast in, in January. And I, uh, you know, I've been going strong with it ever since. Uh, I, sometimes I have interviews that last over two hours, uh, which I know is maybe a bit unusual. But, uh, you know, when you get people on and they talk about what they love, they can go on and on and on. And I'm OK with it. Uh, <laughs> well, I, think, and, uh, I think like Joe Rogan started like doing that, like where he was doing two and three hours because he was yes. somebody and they would just like have this conversation, which would lead to all this other information and they would just go. And mm-hmm. he didn't like, people were always telling him that, Oh, people aren't going to listen that long. It's like, 
it, it ended up taking off because they actually were like, if you're not binge binging Netflix or doing all the others, you know, mind, uh-huh. I call it mindless stuff. There's some really good stuff on there, but it, yeah. You know, get choosy with it but that's really not where i want to spend most of my time Mm -hmm. having these conversations and it just rolls into so much good information Mm -hmm. um you know people are doing the longer things are Mm -hmm. are you on are you on clubhouse at all sure it's interesting club there's so many different platforms out there and i did get into clubhouse i was kind of late to get in getting into clubhouse and yeah, me, too. Uh, me too yeah people had talked right. about it and i was like oh i don't there's there's not another i don't even want to look at another thing and right. then when everything when people started getting kicked off places and this and that and then i was adding more i was like yeah you know while i'm adding this this and this i'll just go ahead and take a look at it but there's people <laughs> Talking just uh, uh, on just about anything all day long. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's interesting. Uh, Clubhouse. I, I thanks for my sister inviting me to Clubhouse. I actually uh, do have it. I'm on the platform. I'm I don't spend a lot of time on Clubhouse, um, I but I I do see the value of it. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I think that's kind of where maybe it's all going um because there's i'm trying to think of what the other one is that's kind of like that maybe telegram but there's so many now it's like yeah where do you go i think it's you just kind of have to just do what works for you um Mm. and and all that so i know that you said that that um arnold schwarzenegger is one of the people that that you love to pick their brain or whatever why arnold schwarzenegger for you as a person that you admire and well it's interesting um i i like a lot of people and so it's hard to choose one Mm -hmm. uh but i i guess i went with arnold schwarzenegger because arnold schwarzenegger is someone who he was an immigrant uh he came to his country from somewhere else and he had a very successful immigrant uh, story and i love a successful immigrant story my parents are actually immigrants from haiti and uh I was born and raised in New York City, so they had me here. But, um, you know, obviously I identify a lot with, you know, these these successful uh, immigrants uh, and whatnot. And so I I like Arnold Schwarzenegger because his story seems to resonate with me as a success. You know, he's a successful immigrant. He came to this country not really knowing English with, I think, $14 in his pocket and whatnot. And so and look what he was able to accomplish. And yeah. it's, it, it's just incredible. Uh, and so that's why, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, he's a bodybuilder and doing um, lifting weights and doing resistance training is something that appeals to me. I was so upset when my gym was closed due to the pandemic and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> I used to go to the gym two out of every three days, believe it or not. So that was rough. But uh, yeah, I mean, he has so many talents. He's uh uh, dominated several different fields and so he uh he's someone who's always fascinated me but there's others that i like as well oprah winfrey of course uh is always inspiring to me and uh, plenty of other successful people that just too many to name really uh and whatnot i like uh colin powell uh a lot uh he was from new york city he also had a uh caribbean immigrant background uh I think his, his family, his parents were originally from Jamaica. 
So, and, you know, so he is uh, a fascinating person to me as well. So, so Barack Obama, uh, several different, there's just too many to name. I guess I would with Arnold Schwarzenegger because he must have been one of the first people that came to mind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There are so many interesting people. So if, if Arnold Schwarzenegger said yes, would you, would you have him on your podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge Absolutely. you now. <laughs> You know what? I it, with social media, I could and Twitter and all that, I could actually reach out to a lot of these famous people yeah, and say, "Hey, what's the worst that could happen?" They say no and and whatnot. So, um, I'll take you up on that. I'm gonna re- try to reach out to Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, or whatnot, and say, "Hey, can, you want to come on the Deep Voice Man show?" And we'll see if it happens. If he's well, he uh, has a deep voice, you guys can both do. Well, he's yeah. So, uh, do you still have relatives in Haiti? Yes, uh, I have plenty of family uh, still in Haiti. Uh, Haiti is a country that uh, has a lot of challenges. Um, obviously, they had that uh, major earthquake, I believe, 11 years ago yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, but even prior to that, uh, there were challenges. And even now, there's a lot of political uh, uh, turmoil in Haiti, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and that's why, my, uh, unfortunately, my parents had to leave Haiti. Uh, they left Haiti for a better life. Um, you know, uh, Haiti, at the, I think at the time they left, uh, I think in the uh, 70s, uh, Haiti was going through some uh, issues with the dictator that was running the, and his son who was running the country and yeah. whatnot. Um, I, I believe they actually mm-hmm. did have a democratic, democratically elected president at the time they left or around that time. Uh, I think he came about in the 80s, 90s. I think his name was called uh, Aristide. But uh, yeah, but it's a country that has a lot of uh, issues and problems, unfortunately. So uh, my father, he, he decided early on he wanted to leave. And so him and my mother, they both came to, to the United States, to New York City and, uh, you know, uh, and then they, started a family. Anybody here or did they just say, hey, we're going? Sure. Uh, uh, my understanding is that uh, I don't think they knew that many people when they came here. Uh, they did come with other uh, family members as well. Uh, I think my, my mother came with, and, and her sisters came along with her, some of her sisters. Yeah. And some of my father's family came um, around the same time. So I don't think they knew anyone when they came here. There may have been a community that they could identify with, but I don't think they knew anyone. Um, so, but it's interesting that they did that so they could have a better, so they can give a better life to myself. And, and I think that's amazing. I, I love the fact that I'm an American. I was born and raised in this country. I think this is a, a land of opportunity. I think there's a ton of opportunity here. And I'm definitely trying to, of course, take advantage of that opportunity as best as I can. And uh, so I'm very fortunate that they were able to immigrate from Haiti and come here because um, I'd rather uh, live here than in Haiti. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, and it is a land of opportunity, and there's just mm-hmm. so much that you know that we have available to us. And um, I, my dad's uh, family came over from Germany, his mm-hmm. parents, and he was raised by them. And so um, he kind of grew up in a German neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What I didn't realize is I learned like right kind of on the edge of when he was dying is uh, his grandfather and and, um, grandmother and then his sister like uh, came over on a boat together. Mm. 
because they just same thing they just wanted a different opportunity they just mm. the opportunities that they they wanted in america you know you could come and be whatever you want to be as as a right. day but uh, kind of gets muddied in the waters a little bit but anyway they came over and on the way they met this jewish guy who helped them um and so his grandfather started these businesses and he got them connected and you know, helped them, um, you know, the families got together for holidays, whatever, they were like family because they had really helped each other because they didn't know anybody over here. Um, and they ended up in Chicago area, but I think they came through New York like everyone did at the time. But it's like, you know, the it is the land of opportunity. And absolutely, um, I think you can... And, and it can be a little bit overwhelming because there is so much opportunity. Where do you mm. start? Right, and right. I think that we as a society, that's kind of where we can help guide people is, and I know yeah. that there's organizations that somewhat do that, but when people come here, it's like guide them mm-hmm. to, you know, what is your dream? What is your dream? And what would you like to do? And there, there's a world, there is still a world of opportunity out there. Absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. And, and we, we get out there and we have our scrapes and we fail and we, you know, succeed in different things and we learn our lessons and we, you know, as, as indiv- creative individuals, we find our way. Um, I think there's more, I want to say there's probably more opportunity today Mm-hmm. It was back then, although there's more people, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. So when people say that, the, you know, that there's not, I have to question that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even if you wanted, like you went to books when, when, when your job yeah. got, uh, went away and yeah. made it happen. Yeah. Like if we can instill that in our kids mm-hmm. rather than you must go, you know, because I think that's where we've, where we might have gone wrong and you might disagree with me, but, and we can, I'll ask you that question in a moment. But, sure. Um, it's like our education system really is still back in the time of the factory. So we're teaching our kids to be factory workers, basically nine to five <laughs> in the corporate arena. Um, what if we had, and I, I did actually have a friend tell me that they took their son to this, thing the other day and they had to create a business and they had to realize what the business was going to be and how they were going to fund it and do all these, you know, and so they're starting to teach that. I think if we teach that in the schools, then we would have this land of the free of all the free creators that are out using their unique brilliances rather than saying you got to go through A, B, C, D, and then you have, you know, you get Z. (laughs) You can do wherever you want to everybody's different everybody has unique capacities you know right. your strengths are not might not be my strengths mm-hmm. um so anyway that's that's what i would say i don't know what your viewpoint on that is as far as how how you sure like your because you said you you did the mba you did the mm. went to college so, yeah. um how do you feel like if you would have learned about entrepreneurship earlier on versus you must go get a piece of paper in order to it, get out in the world. Right. Where would that it, have changed where you were? 
you know, it's funny that you mentioned that a lot of the things uh, that I've learned I, uh, on my own that, that have helped me to achieve success, I actually did learn in school. Uh, I learned on my own, uh, obviously reading books and whatnot. And so I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, obviously networking is so important. You don't necessarily learn that in school uh, and, and learning how to sell. Um, perhaps there's no sales training in schools that I'm, I'm aware of when I went to school. There was no, no classes on learning how to sell. So and these are all uh, very important skills. And I guess I can go on and on and on. Um, so I sort of had to buy books, pay for courses and learn this all on my own and, and figure this out and whatnot. Uh, if I were to go back in time and do it all over again, I probably would have went to a, a school that was not expensive. I still would have went to college, but not a private college. Or I just, or perhaps I'd still go to college that was private, but as long as I didn't have to pay a lot for it. And I yeah. probably uh, wouldn't have gone to business school. Uh, I think looking back on it, that was a mistake. But obviously, you can't do anything about the past. As you know, they say the past stands for preoccupation about spent time. So yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yes. So um, so actually going forward, uh, you know, obviously, I should have gotten the education without all the, the money, borrowing a ton of money. But I, I would say that, uh, you know, I, I do think it's important to go to school, maybe college, obviously, uh, but uh, don't pay a lot for it. Uh, my understanding is they may come out with a program for free community college soon or, or whatnot. Um, you know, take advantage of public colleges that are more affordable. Uh, but I would say that, um, you know, people really need to consider entrepreneurship, uh, particularly with the opportunities that are available now, uh, if, if they want that time freedom. So many people want to be there for their kids. Um, and I think a lot more people are understanding this. I think a lot more people are trying to exit the rat race, so to speak. And um, I think uh, more and more people realize the, that it's not, you know, they don't just have to trade time for money. There are other options out there. And so I think, uh, you know, particularly now, since a lot of people are working from home, uh, I think more and more people are beginning to understand this a little bit better. Uh, so I, I think that what was thought to be weird, a weird way of thinking may become more mainstream uh, going forward into the future. But yeah. 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 And I think, you know, as far as like having to pay a lot for different, I think there's a lot of different ways you can do it. I know, you know, when I went to art school that my employer helped pay for that because mm -hmm. it's associated with my job. So there are some employers that can pay. Right. I think that's what the, they were working on, like, is if you had somebody who you would pay for their college. And I see this in like medical schools, nursing schools here in Georgia. It's mm. like they'll pay for a certain amount of your your college if you agree to work for them, like for so many years or whatever. So there are a lot of more programs, I think, today mm -hmm. that do that. And then also, um, I know I saw that NYU was doing like medical school was free for those that could get in. Oh, wow. So that's amazing. They were, they were basically like, I think that happened last year. And I was mm -hmm. like, wow, that's big because yeah, in that industry, they're kind of afraid that because of all the legalities and all the insurance that they have to have and, you know, everything's so sensitive that mm. how many people really want to go through, you know, eight years or more of school uh, and mm -hmm. pay for it to be in a profession where you just, it's like you have, right. it's kind of like the expense of going to, you know, a private school or a 
you know, you're going to be paying for it and you might not have the economics there anymore. Right. Because the insurance is so high or you know, yeah. all of that. So <clears throat> it's just saying that, but that's such a good uh, a point on that. So, um, and I know we're kind of running out of our time together, but what I wanted to, one last question I was going to ask you, and this has been such a juicy conversation today. So oh, thank you. Um, I'm sure we could solve all the problems of the world. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But um, so if you were to describe yourself in just a few words, nobody knew you, what would those few words be? Sure. The few words would be uh, positive, uh, uh, extremely nice, <laughs> uh, intelligent, uh, deep voice, <laughs> and I suppose uh, tall. Uh, and uh, and but uh, I guess you could. Uh, I guess I can round it off by saying people would consider me to be. Uh, articulate uh, as well, uh, very agreeable, easy to get along with and whatnot. I think I'm going past my few words limit. Um, but, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> However you want to describe, there is no limit. Uh, no limit on the show. So um, no, I appreciate. Well, I appreciate your time today. I think this was an amazing conversation. I love that you shared about your you know, your family being immigrants. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's such a strong part of our nation. And um, and I look forward to possibly talking to you again. Please check out Jean-Louis uh, and the Deep Voice Man Show. And he can be uh, found at on Instagram as Luke Jean-Louis, um, mm -hmm. on Facebook as TDMBS. Yes. Facebook.com. Uh, we got, he's Luke Jean-Louis on LinkedIn, um, mm. and that's J-E-A-N, which is actually my middle name, it's funny, and uh, L-O-U-I-S is the last name, is how you spell that, and then yes. all of that at yahoo.com for his email, and then the deepvoicemanshow.com. I love that you got that, uh, <laughs> that actually, it's hard to find those that you're actually yeah. about, so you, that's when you know it's divine. Um, that out. Uh, he's a great interviewer and obviously has an amazing voice. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Check him out and uh, and thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have an amazing day.